it is back to school week. Ayla has orientation today and then she's back in school on Wednesday. I am so excited. I also love the start of a school year. It's just like new beginnings, even though for adults, like (laughs) typically, I mean, you might be enrolled in some classes if you are good for you. That's, that's really cool. But for some reason, the fall time is like a refresh, a reset. Like, let's get back into a routine. Let's get some structure up in here again. (laughs) The summer just like melts the days together and just, it's a blur of vacation and laid backness mixed with you're trying to get stuff done. It's just weird. I love the fresh start feeling of back to school. Even like, seeing the supplies in the stores, it kind of gets me excited. Like it reminds me when I was a kid and you were like, okay, who do I want to be this school year? <laughs> like I want to be the girl with the glitter pencil. Box. <laughs> oh my gosh. So cheesy, but it's here. It's here for us. If you've got a little one going back, it's coming up. If not this week, which it's probably not, this is a real early. Like we are oh, one week into August but we're excited. This is going to be good. It's going to be great school year. I'm excited to have more of that structure, the stability of knowing my kids are cared for and happy so that I can get some work done. I feel like we have been in survival mode all summer. Just trying to stay on top of laundry and dishes has been like all about I could do. Like I have some returns that got to get done. Oh boy. Um, organizing the medicine cabinet just like random stuff that is just weighing on me (laughs) I have not had the time to do and it's time okay happy Monday it's a new week for all of us new month kind of I mean August already started up last week and we're just going in if you did not receive my bump day email last week I put a little fun announcement in there I'm working on planning a mom's retreat, mom's vacay. We need a name for it. And I also am not certain if it's technically a retreat or an event, but I would love for you to come. I'm going to put the survey down below. If you are interested, it just has a couple questions about what you'd like to see at this mom's getaway. That's really what it is. I want to take all of the planning out. We need a trip. We need a vacation from this summer vacation. (laughs) Like we need our time to just meet up, get away, relax, sleep, sip a warm cup of coffee. Let's make a hot cup of coffee. (laughs) Put your feet in the sand. I want to do it all with you. And I feel like it's time, but also I know how hard it is to plan something like this, to get your friends on board, to figure out the time and the date and the location. Like I want to do all of that and you just show up and we chill (laughs) and we dance and we eat yummy food. Like we are just going to have a great time. Whatever it's going to look like, I know it's going to be fun. So if you are interested, if you want to help me plan this and just give me some feedback so I can get the dates, we are looking January, February, 2024. Plenty of time to plan, plenty of time to find a sitter, plenty of time to save your coins so that we can have the best girls' trip. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! So, that info will be below. And if you're looking for 
a little boost, a little jump start for this week, a little motivation, I'm going to encourage you to do wellness week this week, whether you did it back in the spring or you've never tried it. It's a free week of workouts. My favorite one is glutes and guns from that series. So these are all new workouts. Never, I've never used these in any of my programs. I designed them specifically for this one week of fitness. It's completely free. I'm going to put the link for that below. I use this as a jump start if I've fallen off track, if I want some accountability, if I want to switch up my workouts. I put on my wellness week. Just It takes you through one day at a time, one workout a day. They're about 20 minutes and you're going to feel really good. So maybe you could download it now or not download it. You're going to get your own login and you can access them at any time forever. Like they will just be there in your login uh, for you to access. Save them for when your child goes back to school. I want you to challenge yourself to say like, okay, you're going to school. Mom's starting wellness week. We're doing this. We're committing. I'm going to pack your lunches. I'm going to pack my meals. <laughs> do some meal prepping, like get, go all in. If we're already doing that and getting back into the routine, might as well have your workouts planned for you. So I'm going to do that for the first week, free download linked below. Let's talk about last week or what I've watched recently. A couple things. We finally found a show. We finally found something worth watching. This was on Apple TV. It's called the beanie bubble and it's not a show. It's a movie. It's a comedy. It's an hour and 50 minutes. It was kind of, it seemed long. Maybe because I broke it up into two nights. I I made the mistake. I thought it was like kid friendly because the girls love Beanie Babies at Justin's dad's house. They have some. Uh, it's not kid friendly. It's actually rated R. It's rated R. I didn't read that. I just like, oh, Beanie Babies. Like, it's gotta be like family friendly. No, it's it's got a lot of cursing in it, but it's Zach Galifianakis, you know, from The Hangover, the Wolfpack guy. <laughs> um, he plays the lead role, Ty, who was the creator of Beanie Babies, which I always thought it was pronounced T-Y, not Ty. It was really interesting watching him play this role because I feel like in the other movies that I've seen with him, he always plays this kind of like odd, quirky man where in this one he's still a little odd but he's more charismatic and he's like a businessman who's got some quirks um but elizabeth banks is also in it it was it was interesting so you know me i want the facts if i'm watching based on a true story like is this this i'm believing it all happened but i know there are parts of this that were fabricated which i don't know i'm going to have to google search that later so maybe once we both so you go watch it and then we can talk about it but the whole thing is about how Ty was a frustrated toy salesman like he made these cats that was like his thing he's like I'm gonna sell stuffed cats and here's why they're special I'm not gonna put all the stuffing in it I'm gonna leave them understuffed so they're extra soft (laughs) which I guess in the 80s was like an issue or (laughs) innovative right so it takes you through his three different collaborations with three different women that ended up creating Beanie Babies and how he took all of the credit and he was so selfish and kind of burned all of these women in his path. And he did it in 
in a really sneaky way, but he, he was so cool. He was just very selfish. And the movie was entertaining. Like I said, based on a true story. So you get to hear what happened to the women and it's really cool to see where their paths led them. Um, so we like that Apple TV. Then we watched based on somebody's recommendation. Somebody told me to watch this. Okay. Actually, she didn't tell me specifically. She just posted on her story said, Oh my gosh, you have to watch this movie. It's called Betrayal. The Perfect Husband. Okay. Not a movie. It's a <laughs> docuseries. It was not good. Okay. So Betrayal is Betrayal. The Perfect Husband is the full name is a dramatic docuseries about how a woman's marriage to the perfect man turned out to be a web of crime and lies. It's based on a true crime podcast of the same name. So I, okay. So this woman, you know, her husband was cheating on her. He was with minors. His, he was a teacher and he was with students like, but the amount of women that he was with was like insane. It really was kind of crazy how did she not know? Like I have so many questions. So she went off and made a podcast about it because she was just got obsessive gathering all these details. Like I need to know about my husband and like what he was doing. I didn't, I didn't know this woman. I didn't know the podcast. I think this documentary would have been much more interesting to me if I had known her backstory first or had listened to her podcast, which I didn't. I felt like the documentary is very, very dragged out. Like so much detail and I'm like when is this gonna get better like where's the plot twist and there really wasn't like you kind of know the whole story going into it and they just drag out all these details that I don't know nothing was really like shocking four out of ten don't really recommend it but it had a oh oh wait hold on the I was gonna say it had a lot of reviews I just that just seeing someone recommend it I assumed it was like riveting engaging like oh my gosh it's gonna be so good it was not it has a 5.9 out of 10 on imbd or db and 35 percent rotten tomatoes so mm, pass but we did watch it i wanted to just i mean i thought it was like some trending thing that was going on so i was like i want to get a pulse on this i had to like drag myself to watch all of the episodes but i was like you know what i just want to finish it and like i said i've been in such a rut with shows guess what i'm watching now at the time i'm recording this i haven't even watched the first episode but jersey shore is back on jersey shore family vacation they brought back sam if you're if this is new to you sam is back sammy sweetheart who has not been on the show for 12 years might be 11 12 years oh my gosh I'm so excited like don't (laughs) judge me you know Jersey Shore is pure entertainment it is it is fun to watch I laugh every episode it's so good I don't know I feel like we've grown up with these guys maybe you're like no Kim no it's so good I love Polly D I love Vinny I love Snooki Mike like they're just they age like wine they just chef's kiss we love jersey shore still haven't joined back on netflix but if they do another love is blind i will be there in a heartbeat my sister is convinced that i need to get back on she's like you need you just need it you need netflix i'm like for what is there anything worth watching if yes if you are like yes kim please put it or dm me at your glowing podcast because tell me what I'm missing out on. Like I really need someone to persuade me. Hulu is not cutting it, <laughs> especially because I signed up. I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this in my last episode. I'm watching ads. I am watching commercials. 
like multiple commercials every ad break. I hate it. And I'm paying for this service. I'm paying for streaming and I still have to watch commercials. They want me to pay for like the deluxe. No, no Hulu. I'm about to cancel. As soon as Netflix puts out something worth investing in, I will be over there. Today's episode, I want to talk about how I get things done. I appear to others as this very productive person, extremely motivated, hardworking. Like you are getting half of the story because I am equally as lazy as I am productive. I am equally a couch potato as much as I am motivated. And maybe that's the Taurus in me. If anyone's familiar with the Zodiacs, Tauruses work really hard, but we also like our comforts. Right now I'm sitting in my bed. <laughs> I'm currently on my butt. Yeah, I need. I just need time to recharge, which I think might help me get more stuff done on, on the other end of the spectrum. I might be getting more done because I do take this time to rest. But the question came in from, we have our, oh, Susan on, on the Instagram, you're going podcast. She's like, can you give me ideas on how to get simple tasks completed when you have littles like showering? How are we doing these things? And it made me think like, people have told me this before, like you get so much done, like you are running a business, you have a podcast and all of these social media platforms and a website and brand collaborations and blah, 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 and the list goes on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I honestly sometimes don't know how I do it. It's literally a one day at a time thing. Every day is different as a mom, as you know. So even if I plan and had this like perfect layout structure of how the day's going to go, how the week's going to go, the things that are going to get done, you know something's coming up. You know I'm going to get a cold like I did last week. You know Ayla's going to get swimmer's ear. You know Justin's going to come with come down with a science infection or our sitter's going to cancel or <laughs> something's going to break in the kitchen. Like there's just always something that happens. So, it's not so much about planning and structuring. Here's a couple of my tips and then I'll get into the showering situation, like a more specific example. So, one thing I had to do was sit down and look at what can I get done when the kids are awake? I literally had to make a list because when I had Ayla, I was able to get stuff done all the time when she was a baby. But then when she was like crawling or walking and wanting me and needing me, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't check my email when she's crawling over to me. Like I can't ignore her. So I had to say, you know what? We're not going to do work things when she's around when she's awake and like near me maybe maybe if she's engaged playing with like a specific toy maybe she's watching a show maybe she's like about to take a nap or she just woke up from a nap like there are certain times I feel like you're like okay I've got five minutes let me check my phone that there's an opportunity right there I had to make that list of okay this is what I can do when she's awake this is what I have to wait till she's sleeping or Justin's home, or there's a sitter. Because I am not the best mom when I'm trying to do this, and I'm also not getting my best work done when my kids are around. And that was really hard for me because I want, like, I think we all want to be able to do it all with our kids around, and it's it's just so hard. Even like the showering example, 
like, yeah, we want to be able to do that, but it might not (laughs) be in your cards. Might have to wake up before the kids or maybe you're waiting till they go to sleep at night. So first I started with this list that helped me. I also wrote down all the things that I can do when she's awake or things that, yeah, the things that like I want her to see me doing. I don't want her to see me like on my phone, on a laptop, like and I'm talking about Ayla, but now it's all three of them. I want them to see me unloading the dishwasher and when they come up, they can help me. I want them to see me folding the clothes and helping me put them away. I want that like little, what are things that you can do with the kids? Cooking dinner, cooking meals. I read this quote once that was like, you have to choose your heart. Like it's just as hard to entertain them so that you can go cook dinner versus letting them help like yeah it's gonna be messy they're probably gonna add way too much salt or (laughs) spill something they're definitely gonna spill something but look at the lesson that they're getting from cooking with you and i would take that stress over them dumping out a bunch of toys in the living room crying fighting whining and trying to not like being just completely interrupted the entire time like let's just have everyone help cook dinner just a thought. Choose your heart. Choose your heart. All right. Another thing, scrolling on my phone stops me from getting so much done. And I want to just, I'm calling myself out, but I'm also calling you out right now. Let's give, wait, let me give you some credit. You're listening right now on this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first episode, hello. Hi, nice to meet you. If you're returning, thank you for being here. I love you. And you are an official Glow Gang member. Um, but you can be multi, multi productive. Is that a word? You're multitasking. That's the word I was looking for. You can listen. You're learning something. You're going to use this information later, but you can also be hands-free and eyes free. So you can be watching the kids, pushing them on the swing, folding the laundry, you know, pushing them in the stroller on a walk. Like you can be getting things done while you're listening. Scrolling is a different story though. Scrolling on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, whatever you're on, it, it's just so derailing from any plans that you have. And this is like the first thing I should have put this first. If you're struggling to get things done during the day, limit your screen time. Be very intentional about it. Like maybe put a sticky note on the front of your phone or on the back of your phone somewhere. Oh, that might, might be really hard. I think there's a setting you can do on your iPhone to alert you or like if you want to set a goal to less screen time there's a way to do that there's got to be an app for that i want you to be very intentional this week about how much you're scrolling because not only does it make you less productive during the day it can take a toll on your mental health i know it does for me i never feel good after watching a bunch of reels honestly i feel like oh i should post more oh i should have thought of that oh her house is so clean Ugh, her hair always looks good. Like, if I just put my phone down and spent five minutes doing my hair, <laughs> I would look good too. <laughs> or if I spend five minutes cleaning my house. Like, we get upset about all these things we don't have, and but we're we're spending so much time scrolling through wishing we had them versus putting your phone down and going out and getting it, you know? Okay. But when it comes to little children, so those are like my tips on just in general productivity, you know, being aware of your time. What can you do with the time you have with the kids? What can you do when they're sleeping? 
Um, Also making a checklist, a priority list of like what is actually important, what has a deadline, what needs to get done. Even if it's like, I just had to do so much paperwork for ALA school and I totally waited till last minute. It was stressing me out beyond belief. And that had to be the top of my priority list last week because it had to get done. She literally wasn't going to be able to start school unless I completed it. (laughs) I am not the mom of the year. Oh my gosh. Everyone else did this in June. We were like traveling, bopping around in Massachusetts, ignoring our real lives. (laughs) Back to reality. So make that priority list. I used to do this thing too. I got to get back into this. We're going to do this together. You write down, they would call it like the frog of the day. It's called like eat the frog. Some weird entrepreneur phrase, but it was like, you have to write down the hard thing or you could do three, the three hard things you want to get done that day. And for me is paperwork. Like, oh my God, just get this over with. Do those things first, first thing in the morning. Like if you have to wake up at five to get it done, you will feel so productive. You will, it's like, it doesn't matter if you lay around in couch potato with your kids the rest of the day, because you got that hard thing done. That's how I feel about working out too. Like that might, that will not happen if I put it off. Like we got to do this in the morning. So, but again, I know with kids, with babies, with breastfeeding, like you cannot always rely on that. If you had a long night, lots of wakeups, you're exhausted. However, I want you to try it out. I want you to try it. I want you to think about it. Even if it's just like not super early morning, but one of the, you get the kids breakfast ready. They're, they're content. You're like, okay, I'm just going to do this one thing that's on my list. Okay. Now, how do we entertain them (laughs) so that we can take a shower? Okay. For shower specifically, oftentimes my kids will come into the shower with me because it's more work for me to fight that (laughs) than to just let them come in. Like, sure, whatever. You're going to be clean. You're going to be smelling fresh. You're going to get all that sticky breakfast off of you. And I don't, I don't have to worry about what you're doing out there. Um, when they were real young, I would keep them in the bathroom with me in like a rocking, like a one of those little bumbo type of, not bumbo, the, like the four moms, a baby seat, anything. I keep them in the bathroom with me safely right outside the shower. I take really fast showers. I think we all do. I don't... I don't have the time in my day. I also like can't risk not knowing what my kids are doing. So keep them in the bathroom with me. Let them come in the shower. They will love it. And then here's another tip off of that. Keep them in the shower. You get out and you dry off and you throw some toys in there. You can do your hair, do your skincare. As long as you can see them right nearby, you're like right there. Kids love water. So you know what? Put the plug in the bathtub, let them take a little bath and just splash around. If the worst thing you have to clean up after is the water off the floor, like it's going to be a good day. (laughs) It's going to be a good day because they weren't running around finding your nail polish and spilling it on their rug in their bed like Blake did last week because that happened. Not when I was in the shower. (sighs) Justin was cooking dinner and I was like, I need to get some work done. (laughs) That's when it happened. But water is a great 
source of entertainment. It is free, it is easy, and the cleanup isn't honestly bad at all. It's literally just drying up water. Okay, now let's talk about screen time because we're all doing it. Please tell me I'm not the only one who lets my kids watch TV. When I was sick, I was letting them use the iPad and even my phone, which I was, I've, it's been seven years, okay? Seven years of parenting and I never wanted them to use my phone as like a toy. I mean, sometimes they'll like take pictures, but I didn't want them to know that my phone had like cool stuff on it, like games and apps. It did. I I let them play them and you know what? They loved it. They were so engaged. They were having a blast. We love lingo kids. I pay like five, $10 a month, I think for that. It's a great app. It teaches, um, it's great for Rosie and Blake. For Ayla, she only likes to do like the art games and like painting, but I want to get her more into like the reading part of the app. Um, it's great. They love it. They're engaged and I can get stuff done. Or in this case, I needed to rest because I was so sick. <laughs> um, and it's okay to put on a show. I think the problem that I have is making it more of like a treat. I mean, I, we definitely achieved that with the iPad and the games because they are not exposed to that all the time. But the TV, having like specific TV time, timing just right where you know they're going to sit down because sometimes we put on the TV and they don't want to sit down. They're like, nah, I'm going to dump out this box of flower beads and... <laughs> flower beads. I don't know what they're called. They're like little stacking flower toys. Um, gosh, the TV. I haven't quite mastered that, but you know what? Use it as a tool. That's my tip for you. Use screen time as a tool to get stuff done. Okay. So this next tip is to use a timer, do some time blocking. And this is good to do when you, when you know you have like a nap time, let's say a solid hour and you have a few things to do, a list, you're going to prioritize it. You're going to start with task number one and then go through. And let's say if one of your tasks is like just going through your emails or something that kind of fluctuates with time, like you don't really know how long it's going to take you. You just want to get a chunk of it done. You need to set a timer for this. I'm talking to myself right now. I need to set a timer for things like that because I could start checking my email and I just keep, I could fill that whole hour with me checking my email and responding. And then I'll like organize my inbox. I'll be spending way too much time in there. So setting a timer when that 10 minutes is up, I'm going to say, you know what? My inbox isn't done yet, but I need to move on because I have other things to complete that are time sensitive. Okay. So set the timer. What that's also going to do is it's really going to force you to stay on task. It's going to force you to stick with what you started, focus on the one task that you were supposed to be doing right now. Maybe it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Stick with the task. I noticed for me, let's say the task is putting away the laundry. I'm giving myself 10 minutes to fold and put it away. I start folding. I realize there's something that's not supposed to be in there, like a dirty towel or the girl's dress up clothes. I go to put the dirty towel in the laundry. I take the dress up clothes to Ayla's room. Oh, her bed's not made. I'm going to make her bed. So I start making her bed and then I find 
a cup that's not supposed to be in there. I'm like, oh, this is dirty. I got to put in the dishwasher. Oh, the dishwasher's full. Start unloading that. Basically, nothing gets done. (laughs) Because if you give a mouse a cookie, no, nothing gets done when you are jumping around from task to task, at least for me. So setting that timer and saying, I can put this dress up clothes away. I can put this dirty thing where it belongs after my 10 minutes is up. So setting a timer for yourself in that time that you do have available, when you can be productive, you're not going to get interrupted, really setting yourself up for success by using timers. All right. The last tip I want to share that had really helped me. And I kind of did this like I kind of did this one day when I was like angry because I kept getting interrupted. I kept getting interrupted and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this one thing. I can't even remember what it was at the time. So I literally just stopped what I was doing. I got down at eye level. I can't remember if it was Ayla or Rosie. And I just looked them in the eye and I was like, you know what? You can have all my attention right now. Like I, I actually was like, I gave up. I was like surrender white flag, but I was like, you know what? Whatever you want. What do you want to talk about? I was looking her at her in the eyes and she said like one other thing to me. And then as I was giving her just like just so much eye contact, and it wasn't like a blank stare. It was like, I'm engaged. I'm listening. What do you need? Do you want to play a game? Like what's going on? And as soon as she had my attention, she was just kind of like, okay, I'm done and ran away. Like she literally just wanted my eye contact. Next time that you have to get something done, the next time you are like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so much interruptions. I want you to just stop what you're doing, get down at their level, and plan for like seven minutes of pure engagement. Like you know nothing in the world is going on except for what is happening in your kitchen or your living room. And you are just having this deep conversation with them. You're like, let's play a game. Let me take out this. Let me do that. Give them so much attention that they are just like, I actually just want to play by myself. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like this has happened a handful of times now. It doesn't always work, but I want you to try it. And please give me feedback on if if you tried this. See how they respond. They might just be like, oh, I have your attention. You're here now. Oh, you you can go. I just wanted to show you something real quick. Like they kind of like, at least in my experience from when these instances happened, let's say it was Ayla, like she just wanted to tell me one thing and have my full attention and she doesn't really understand that's what she wants and I didn't either until I I gave it to her I was like full attention what's up no distractions you have me for the next seven minutes (laughs) try it let me know and I will be sharing any other productive I should say productivity hacks mom hacks I will share them in my story and I want to end with this Listen, we don't all have 24 hours in a day. We don't. We don't have the same 24 hours. I should say it like that because, yes, we all have 24 hours, but they're different, especially for us moms, especially for breastfeeding moms, especially for moms with multiple children. It is hard out here on these streets. We are stretched to the max. Every minute is full. Every minute there's something going on or something that needs to be done. And I'm sick of hearing, we all have the same 24 hours. No, we don't. There are moms out there with resources that I don't have and that you don't have. There are moms out there with full-time nannies that have meals being prepped for them. They're doing laundry services, okay? 
that is not my life. And I don't know about you, that might not be your life either, I'm pretty sure. But if you are, like, good for you. But I'm saying, like, her 24 hours with all of her laundry is done and her house is clean and her kids are cared for, she's probably getting a lot more done. She just is. And then there are moms out there who, like, never get a break. They're with their kids 24-7. Their husbands are gone a lot or they work a lot of hours. They're responsible for all the grocery shopping, all the, like, literally everything. You try to tell me that mom is the same 24 hours in a day? No. They are, these, these two things are not the same. So I don't want you to compare yourself to anyone else's productivity level, even mine, because there's so much more that goes into it. Like, I have Justin who cooks dinner every night, and he's doing the dishes right now as we speak. We have to divide our chores in a certain way so that we can all thrive as a family. But I know not everyone has that same dynamic. And we've had to figure it out what's going to work best for us. And I also want to remind you that like the season that you're in right now, the season of not having a ton of free time, not having a ton of time, not having any minutes to yourself, not having a clean, organized house so that you can do X, Y, Z, right? This is so temporary. It's not going to be like this forever. And I just, I'm only saying that because when you're in it and you're feeling overwhelmed with the to-do list and the things that you could be doing, but you can't because you got kids. Listen, I've been there. It is not going to be like this forever. It just, it feels like it though. When you are so stuck, it feels like it's going to be like that forever and it's not. So let that just be a reminder that you are not alone. We've, I've been through it. I'm finally feeling like we've got a little bit of a rhythm here. (laughs) Now that we're going back to school, it's going to be like a good, hopefully, knock on wood, a good rhythm. But it took seven years. (laughs) No, it really didn't take that long. Um, It's just been, it's been a, it's been a ride, ups and downs, figuring out new schedules, new routines all the time. What's going to work? When am I going to get stuff done? Who's going to be with who? You know the drill. Not everyone has the same 24 hours. Stop comparing yourself to Miss Pinterest mom over there who's got it all together because you don't even know what's going on over there. (laughs) Like we, we just don't. All right. Thank you for listening today. I hope you get a couple things done today off your list. A couple things. Let's just go for the week. Three things this week that you're going to get done. Set that goal for yourself. Prioritize it. Find the little pockets of time and get it done. I believe in you and I'll see you next week. Bye.